0: Dealing with the terrible twos. The terrible two is a stage of childhood many parents dread. It can be frustrating, discouraging, and exhausting. It is one of the most common and toughest challenges of parenting. Often, the terrible two starts before a child's second birthday. For some, they start around 18 months. They can also go past the age of two as well. Will all kids go through the terrible twos? No. So just maybe, just maybe, you'll be one of the lucky ones. Though I suspect if you're listening to this podcast, Dan, you are not. Don't get me wrong. The terrible twos have its share of challenges, but no more than any other age or stage of your child's life. It turns out, dealing with the terrible twos doesn't need to be so terrible after all. These changes, however challenging, are a normal part of a child development. The two-year-olds undergo major motor, intellectual, social, and emotional stages. Also, children at this age can understand much more speech than they can express a factor that contributes to emotions and behaviors that are difficult for parents to interpret. I am Tommy Warren, Chief Podcaster for PrimetimeParenting.org. With primetime parenting, we don't see problems. We see solutions. The term terrible tools has long been used to describe the changes that parents often observe in two-year-old children. A parent may perceive this age as terrible because of the rapid shifts in a child's mood and behaviors and the difficulty of dealing with them. One minute your child might be clinging to you, and the next he or she is running in the opposite direction. According to Dr. J.L. Hooker, these changes, however challenging, are a normal part of a child's development. Two-year-olds undergo major emotional, intellectual, and social emotional changes. Also, children at this age can understand much more speech than they can express, a factor that contributes to emotions and behaviors that are difficult for parents to interpret. The terrible twos, what's really going on? Here are four things you need to remember about the terrible twos and the majority have to do with child development. One, two-year-olds are immature. For the longest time, parents have heavily influenced by the perspective that every two-year-old behavior was as unacceptable deserved punishment, usually spanking. Everything from playing with outlets to throwing a tantrum was a punishable offense and punishment was for their protection and safety to teach them to obey when it really mattered. Well, the problem with punishments. Punishment does not teach children how to behave. Punishment teaches kids that they are not able to be in control of themselves. They learn their parents must manage their behavior because they are not able to do so on their own. Harsh punishment can cause kids to dwell on their anger toward the person inflicting the pain, rather than the reason they got in trouble. Because of this, we must also remember, too, that two-year-olds are learning. The first two-year-olds of life are packed with physical and cognitive development. During the toddler years, children are still developing physically but they are also learning to be human. They're learning about cultural norms, how to use language properly, what is dangerous and what is safe, and how everything in the world works. The whole world is fascinating to a toddler. A toddler's eyes are more aware than ours. Everything that is normal to us, vacuums, doors, faucets, are brand new things to be discovered and figured out to them. If you stop and think for a second, you probably realize that the ability to turn a knob and make water come out is pretty amazing. Just as they taught themselves to crawl, walk, and talk, they are now teaching themselves everything they need to know about the world around them. And that can be both exhilarating and exhausting for them and for you. Three, two-year-olds test boundaries. Instead of seeing a two-year-old as difficult little people who are constantly trying to frustrate you, parents should see them as curious little people who are testing boundaries. Your job as a parent is to set boundaries and enforce them gently. You will need to enforce them more or less frequently, more or less strongly, that depends on how strong-willed your toddler is. Not all parents are alike and every parent will set different boundaries. But the fewer boundaries you have within safety and reason, the easier the terrible tools will be. What is discipline? Discipline teaches children new skills such as how to manage their behavior, solve problems, and deal with uncomfortable emotions. Discipline helps kids learn from their mistakes and teaches them socially appropriate ways to deal with emotions like anger and disappointment. Discipline techniques include strategies such as timeout or removal of privileges. The goal is to give kids a clear negative consequence that will help them make a better decision in the future. Discipline takes an authoritative approach. Healthy discipline involves giving kids clear rules and consistent negative consequences when they break the rules. Consequences are also time sensitive. So while punishment may involve a parent removing all electronics indefinitely, discipline might invoke taking away the TV for 24 hours when a child refuses to turn it off. Four, two-year-old needs our compassion. Toddlers spend most of their day frustrated, thinking about it for a minute. They want to be able to put on their own clothes, but they can't. They want to be able to explain when they're sad, but they can't. They want to see how plugs work, but they can't. Life is full of frustration when you're you're two. So what our toddlers need most is compassion. The need for us to put ourselves in their shoes and try to think about how life feels when you're that small. Empathy goes a long way and will help diffuse any frustration and anger that comes up. The Benefits of Discipline Discipline is proactive rather than reactive. It prevents many behavior problems, and it ensures kids are actively learning from their mistakes. Many discipline techniques involve positive approaches, such as praise and reward systems. Positive reinforcement encourages good behavior to continue and provides kids with a clear incentives to follow the rules discipline also foster positive relationship between parent and kids and quite often that positive relationship reduces attention-seeking behavior and motivate kids to behave while discipline allows for appropriate amounts of guilt it isn't about shaming kids and that is crucial a child who feels good about themselves is less likely to make poor choices instead they will have confidence in in his or her ability to manage their behavior. If you're in public, take your child aside without discussion or fuss and wait until he or she has calmed down before continuing with your activity. Also, consider avoiding challenging situations, such as going shopping during your child's nap time, and be sure to praise your child for appropriate behavior. By accepting the changes your child is going through, and showing him or her love and respect, you'll help your child make it through this difficult stage with confidence. Child-proof your house. The more temptation and dangers you can eliminate, the less terrible the twos will be. Fewer problems or areas in your home will mean fewer times saying no and reduce the number of tantrums you need to deal. Use outlet covers. Put away products and with dangerous chemicals and cleaning supplies out of reach block the stairs stairs and babies can be a tricky combination seeing your wobbly walker treacherously teetering at the top of the staircase is enough to make any parent's stomach rise up into her throat adding a sturdy gate at the top and bottom of any stairs in your house is a great start i've dropped Many other recommended childproofing methods simply because we have too many older kids in the house. I would be called to open the toilet and cabinets all the time. It's not just practical, but if you only have one or two kids, refrigerator locks and toilet locks will save your sanity. Secure heavy furniture. Kids have a natural tendency to climb and explore. They don't understand that heavy furniture can tip over and hurt them it's so important to take the time to anchor heavy furniture to the wall in case your little adventurer decides the dresser looks like a really fun jungle gym there are a lot of products to secure heavy furniture on the market you can take your pick they can be found on amazon and big box stores and even home improvement stores they are inexpensive but necessary addition to baby-proofing the process. What about in the kitchen? Involving kids in food prep from a young age offers so many benefits. Quality time spent together is one. However, without proper precaution, the kitchen can be a dangerous place for a child, especially a newly walking toddler. You've got sharp objects and hot surfaces. It's important to make sure kitchen appliances and tools are safely secured. You want to be sure kids can't turn on stove burners, especially those that are positioned within a child's reach. You can buy covers that prevent this from happening. Another appliance you may want to consider baby proofing is the fridge. This is optional, of course, but often there are things in there you don't want your child getting a hold of. Namely, that bottle of wine you pour once their little head hits the pillow. Probably not drinking you're worried about, rather the glass shattering as it hits the floor. Also, the sharp and pointy objects. You got to keep these out of the baby's reach. Put them up high and get some handy dandy drawer locks. Also, be consistent. The importance of consistency can't be stressed enough. The more consistent you you can be with naps and bedtime, the fewer behavior issues you will have to deal with. Verbalize their feelings. Sometimes just having words for how you're feeling can make life easier. One way to help your toddler manage his big emotions is to give them words to define them. When your two-year-old starts crying, you can say simple phrases like, Are you sad? You look sad or did that make you sad eventually they will start using feeling words accurately on their own but the first half of their tools you will you would need to help them understand this keep them busy when and if we have time take your toddler to the park we all need to get out of the house stay busy and have space to run around remember Discipline for the Terrible Tools is also about teaching your child the skills they need to deal with situations and their own wants, needs, and emotions. Move good behavior and choices yourself. Providing consistency so your child is clear about the rules and the behavior expected from them. With this approach, you will be providing your child with skills for life. Hey, visit the website www.primetimeparenting.org or go to the forum tab. Post a comment. Let us know what you think about parenting or post a topic you would like to have here on an upcoming podcast. So join me again on the next podcast. I am Tommy Warren, Chief Podcaster for PrimetimeParenting.org where at Primetime Parenting, we don't see problems, we see solutions.